Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus at Night. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rapier. I'm surprised you didn't go, I'm Matt and I have four anger bladers. Oh yeah, I mean, I do I do have four anger bladers. <laughs> Why is that relevant? Uh, because uh, there was a new ban list released this morning. Oh yeah? Uh, yeah, and it, and it has to do with uh, Sonora anger blader. So, you know, mm-hmm. ev- everyone's been speculating about this, Solemn and... Uh, Eric and different... Everybody's released their takes by now, so it's our turn. What Uh, I thought was going to happen is I thought they were going to free... I I thought they were going to free Shiryuki. I thought they were going to free Cho'o. And I guess I could have thrown Dorian in there if I remember that card existed. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, who who would would ever remember about that card? Yeah. And then I was like, they might put Angerblader to two. Cut two. (laughs) Uh, So apparently they uh, did... Some of those things. They definitely unrestricted Shiryuki and unrestricted Dorian. Instead. And then they put Anger Blader to four. Yeah, and they left Cho at two. Which is honestly the best part of it. Why? (laughs) Because it's like they forgot. (laughs) It's like they were like, who? I think that also, that's also why Dorian is still at one in premium, because it's less of a problem there, mm-hmm. and and like it, if they're gonna bring it back to four in standard, like just do it the eh, whatever, it's fine. So uh, good. I mean, <laughs> you say that like they remember premium as a format exists. I know, right? Um, I really like. I I long for a day where we can get the. Like statement from someone from Bushiroad that we can ask directly, and not what we speculate or have to like kind of play Doctor House and like try and figure out what were they thinking. You know, it's mm-hmm. uh, I, I I wish I you know I, w- I wish I had like an uncle who worked at at Bushiroad, something like that. Um, instead, I just have an uncle that works at Nintendo, and uh, th- there's totally gonna be a Mario Zelda crossover. I swear. Um, <laughs> No, but uh, yeah, so uh, Shiryuki to 4, Dorian to 4, uh, Angerblader to 4, all in standard. Why don't we kick it off with Angerblader, just because, uh, Matt, you, you have you have the deck, don't you? I do, I do. Yeah, so I was already playing with one Angerblader, because I'm, I'm, I'm bad at this game. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, yeah, this deck's fine. Like, uh, it's, not, it's not awful to play with one Angerblader, like, it's just, it's pretty good. Um, and, uh, it's, it's not, it's not, I shouldn't even say it's pretty good. It's actually like pretty bad, but the <laughs> point is that like, it's like almost acceptable to play with one anger blader, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like almost acceptable. And, uh, yeah, it was just kind of like, and, but now they put anger blader force and I'm like, why do they even bother putting Gaia? <laughs> I think they just saw up. how badly Gaia went and were like, maybe we should just give up and give anger blader back. Well, okay, I th- I think it's that, but I also think that Angerblader was so good for what it was because it could do everything turn three. But now the you know standard has been cra- power crept to the point where if you don't give Angerblader back, Tachikaze is going to languish for another year or however long it takes them to get support outside of this mm-hmm. uh, the special set that's coming out with support for everyone. Um. I think that the problem of, oh, it can clear a board in one turn 
and it gets like three restands in one turn is dispelled by the fact that Gurgit now exists, and you're like spamming Excel two circles. Like at the very least, it's not doing that. Um, right. Mm-hmm. It it's just good at working within the parameters that it currently has. Of uh, like you get the one Excel circle, and then you just use that to to kill people. Um, I also think that they are going to start treating Angerblader the way they treat Dyliner for Dimension Police, which is a grade 3 that they got so right the first time that they don't really need to make an effort on making the next big you know, main vanguard for your deck. What I think they would start focusing on is better like rearguard or backup grade 3s. Um, because the last time that they tried to do that for Dimension Police was how we got the, uh, the reboot of Grand Gallop, and we all know how that went. So... Oh, it wouldn't kind of be well if I recall correctly, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if I... If we just look at... at Facebook, you'd think that Grand Gallop was, like, top-tier meta. Yeah, it's not, it's not the subject of countless memes, uh, that Chris showed... Chris showed us this video of, like, a guy just losing his absolute shit over Angerblader, and, like, just all the memes were made about Angerblader coming back. I don't think it's gonna destroy the game at all. Um, okay. I think it'll be fine. <laughs> and all I'm right. sure I'm sure you're happy about it, no? Uh, I, so, yeah, I don't think it's as big deal as some people might make it out to be. Um, I think that it is a very good card. Uh, but I, I don't see it being a huge issue, at least personally. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, the the things it's going to be contending with in Standard are Shadows and uh, Gold Paladin, for now at least. Mm-hmm. And I think that those three decks can all go toe-to-toe with each other without it being a huge problem. And a three-deck format is not bad at all. <laughs> um, right. Having three top decks all kind of like fighting each other for supremacy mm-hmm. is a good thing, at the least. I mean, you also have Gavriel and the Cross to just randomly win tournaments sometimes because somebody tr- turned over enough yellow cards. Oh, yeah. And then also, like, Tachikaze's big thing was uh, you had things like Sweeper, Kankanto, or however you pronounce that, um, that are immune to retire. And its main, like, Silver Bullet is Narukami, and Narukami is, like, pretty solid. And they can very easily dispense with the front row that you're building. Um, so it's got checks. It's not like it's running around unopposed now. Right. Mm. It's, uh... I don't know. <laughs> nothing, nothing else to add yeah, about I mean, it? Or? It's, it's, uh, it, I, yeah, I think what you said is correct. Like, there are definitely things that, that like, make it so it's not absurdly dumb but uh yeah i don't i don't know if it's uh white you know like i don't i, I just i i think it's mostly fine i don't think it's a huge deal like mm-hmm. i think it'll be very strong don't get me wrong i just mm-hmm. don't think it'll be like the most busted shit if that makes sense there seems to be yeah. this sorry go ahead root beer no nah, i was just agreeing oh. like i think the meta is already broken enough that like anger blader can't possibly make it any worse yeah um, I think there's this thing in Vanguard, and especially, like, since the reboot, where they have been so quick to A, release sets as quickly as possible, and B, uh, kill stuff that is, you know, big, or is the top of the meta, 
is that people get like a sense of entitlement of if this is good, it automatically must die. This yeah. this must be this must be destroyed because it tops some stuff. Makes sense to me. Um, like the the best example I can think of is uh, Gurgit, which literally just got released, and uh, people are like, "Oh, I, I they're going to hit Gurgit on the ban list," and they didn't. Thank God. But like, it's been three weeks, and uh, there's been no major events in at least for you know the more COVID-stricken countries like the U.S. Uh, wear a mask and everything. Um, so it's a thing where you have Angerblader coming back in a meta where Gurgit uh, is, like, just starting to, like, kill shit. And now that th- this is, like, and I tweeted this uh, this morning, or yesterday morning, uh, where it's kind of like the protagonist is going to find the season one villains locked up in jail and is like, I need your help. this is like uh uh, agent starling going to hannibal Lecter. like i need to track down buffalo bill um right and i need your help to do it hello clarice yeah uh so i think anger blader is a pretty much all positive thing you can do for standard because it's it's a check on gurgit which needs both people to be a grade three to really go off uh and it's, I don't know how it's going to do it in Shadow Paladin. I feel like it'll do fine. Um, it's a thing that's like a check on these two decks that are kind of like almost running wild, but not quite yet. I'm not sure. Um, so, yeah, good. Uh, anything else we want to add before we move on to the next one? Mm, no, that's pretty much it for me. Yeah, I think it's fine. All right, um... I'm I'm gonna put the 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 less interesting one in the middle here. Uh, Dorian is back at four. Okay. <laughs> this one felt like such an afterthought. Um, like everyone's all all like I'm seeing all the memes about Anger Blader and uh, Sherry Yuki. Literally, everyone's like, "Oh, Dorian's back. That's cool." <laughs> yeah, like who cares, right? <laughs> um, the the still where it's like okay you suck in your whole board and then you draw more cards first off uh venus luthier in silverthorn makes it so you kind of had that skill already where you could suck in everything and get uh an excel circle so you get like an excel two you still draw it's drawing less cards but it's still a thing that allows you to protect your board from bullying the next turn Mm -hmm. um which is kind of what dorian was made for the defense was ancillary it was good, but it was just a thing where it's like, I don't want my stuff to die. I want to be able to, to you know, attack next turn, and they can't uh, damage deny me if my board is gone. And it is still restricted in premium, right? Yeah, still at one in premium. Um, you like, no Ruzi. <laughs> eh, whatever. That's just another case of, like, premium isn't a real format. I mean, that's pretty true. <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't know if... I th- I think the, the place where it's going to see the most play is in the Harry decks, because Harry didn't really have any other good grade 3s to go with it. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you couldn't splash Silverthorn stuff in there. It was too, uh... Like, Silverthorn was too name-dependent. So, with this, this just allows you to uh, do that better. I don't even think it's going to be a 4-4 thing. I think it's going to be, like, 4 Harry and, like, 2 of these, or 3 of these. Um... Do you even need another grade three in Harry though? No, you mostly just do four, four of him, two of the, the, the dragon, 
and then uh, mm-hmm. just pieces that search out Harry, and that's it. It's kind of like what Matt was doing with Angerblader when I was at one. You either draw Harry or you die. Yeah. Makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think that they... It would have made more like of an impact if they did it in premium, because in premium you can do like wackier shit. So you can like spam that turn after turn and use it to like survive. Like The survivability thing comes more into play there. Whereas with Dorian, like, they made the right decision putting it back to four, but it was just, ugh, whatever, dude. Too little, too late. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Or or if, it, if it's going to be helpful, I think we might be seeing it, like, in decks where uh, maybe Nightmare Dolls or something can make use of it, where they are don't really have as good of a hand advantage thing, and maybe they can use that to bolster their defenses. So... Good right. on, good on you, Bushira. What? I said right. That makes sense. Right, right. And I, I'm sorry, I'm rambling about all these. The, this has got me uh, fristy. This uh, this band list. Frisky. Fristy, like a dingo. Mm. Why are you like this? I don't know. It's a very good <laughs> question. Um. Any anything else about Dorian, the uh, the middle child of this band list? Uh, no, not a thing. <laughs> Alright, Shiryuki, take it away. Uh, this is a pretty big upgrade to, uh, to, uh, what's his name? Yasui, for sure. Uh, I don't know, I don't know if it's, like, the, like, the best, day. like, I don't know if it's gonna, like, be able to compete with, like, Luard and Gold Paladin, but it is mm-hmm. a huge upgrade to Yasui, for sure. So the still was like on play anywhere. It's Soul Blast two and minus ten k to their front row. Is that the uh, minus ten k if it's on Guard Circle or Vanguard Circle? Minus five k if it's on Rearguard Circle. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's kind of dependent on where um, where where it is, but like, it's not too bad. Too bad, like the effect itself, or it coming back. It like it, it's 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 conditions not too bad for the minus ten k. Oh oh, mm-hmm. got it. Like, like, it's like, you, just, fine. you effectively just guard with it. Mm-hmm. And it could just shut down some really big turns. Definitely. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You don't need, uh... Like, more defensive abilities are always good, and I think with, like, the big power... I don't know if it's enough to deal with Luard's power gains. He gains a lot. I think Gurgurit probably more likely to be dealt with by Shiryuki, just because it takes another turn for him to get the extra power from... His grade three restricted skill. Yeah, and it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't scale as well as like Luard or Gold, right? Like mm-hmm. you're not like scaling really, really hard. Mm-hmm. So you're just kind of uh, trying to get him, I guess. I mean, in the case of Shiryuki, you still have uh, the the girl with the umbrella and uh, Jokotsu girl that. Uh... Right, and so the power of Shiryuki is actually that it lets you live through some turns you maybe otherwise shouldn't be living through. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so, uh, which is a big deal. Yeah, and it's. I think Bushiroad is like kind of, sort of starting to get the idea that more defensive stuff is good. So they're like defensive, defensive. Didn't we like make a defensive card like a couple of years ago? Yeah, but we put it to one, sir. Oh, can we take oh, it off? Get out of that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was like devastating in the beginning of uh, standard because like 
you know, everything was a little slower and the the power gain was uh, more fleeting and you'd put more resources into it and then Shiryuki's like, nah, mate, everything's board wiped. But now I think everything's like, or most of the stuff has caught up to it to the point where, like, it's not going to completely shut down a turn, but like you said, it'll it'll make you live through some turns you might not have. Right. Which is, I mean, one of the, one of the more important things, like... Being able to live through your opponent's grade three turn is a really big deal. Like being able to live well through it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a really big deal to be able to do that. So. Yeah. No I would like to end my turn with cards in my hand. That is always a nice thing. Right. And so, like, I, I think it's going to start mattering less what you're playing and more as as long as you can, you know, amount strong turn like strong enough turns like a grade three, you're probably mostly okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's just uh yeah. Uh, how do I say? It's just mostly like you're a powerful deck where you can live and scale. Live and or scale. Both. Like Gurgit kind of does both, right? And I and I and I don't know if Gurgit's like a lot better than Luard, but I think it's newer, so people are like really tired of Luard, which mm-hmm. makes people really like want makes people really want to play it. Mm-hmm. He's new, so it's interesting. Um, All right. And again, like more lottery decks, like uh. Cross and Angels. I think the minus 10k does help a little bit. You know, Hamiel is only like 60k instead of 70. <laughs> hey, the... Uh, oh, wait, no, that doesn't even work on uh, on Astral Plane, because uh, what's-his-face is in the back row. Uh, you, you can't do um, Fenrir as good, or the... Uh, the whatever the Yggdrasil thing that that Chris is working on, I'm not really sure mm-hmm. how that's going for him, but I would uh, have no idea. <laughs> you can undo the Vanquisher buff. Oh, that's a thing. Um, yeah how how splashable is that whole engine into like whatever it is that's good for Murakumo now? Um. The 12 Oh, it's not that bad. Yeah. Shouldn't be that bad, no. It's just mostly like... I mean, I, I think I think they can fit it. I don't think it's a huge deal. Fair enough. Um, like, I don't, I don't see why it would be uh, too bad, like, too difficult to include. Like, as long as you have, like, the two power gaining grade 2s and then Jakutsu Girl, and then you have the uh, the grade 1s that can ditch Shuyuki, right? Like, you should be mostly fine. I think so. I don't know. I haven't really paid attention to um Murakumo very much. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's a huge deal that um I don't I don't think it's a huge deal that um what am I trying to say? That you don't have uh I don't I don't think it's a huge deal to fit it in. I think people will find space like three Shuyuki can be fine. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna have a million grade threes. That's that's true. But Yeah. But now 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 four of them are ten K shields. So, right, right. Well, four of them are better than that, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I think they'll figure it out, or somebody will figure it out, and then it'll be fine. But I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if Markumo is like uh, going to be tier, you know, like uh, up, up with Gurgit and Luard. I think it's going to be pretty good though. Right, right. Um, like Yasuie on release wasn't very. I didn't think it was very good because it lacked a lot of like big attackers and did only had one Chiyuki at the time. Mm-hmm. But now you know you have not only you have tons plenty of like big attackers now with the PR and you have maximum Shiryuki. Mm-hmm. So I think it's pretty pretty possible it's good. 
Makes sense. Um, all right, so I think that's about good for the the like three cards individually. But I kind of wanted to talk about the meta overall. So now you have uh, you have Gurdon and Luard being like the 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 children of the day. And now you have Tachikaze coming back in full force, also with a new wave of support that no one really paid attention to because Gaia was terrible. Um, <laughs> so everyone kind of, like, wasn't looking at it. Also, it was the same set that uh, Shadows came in, so especially no one's paying attention. You have that. You have Murakumo getting their linchpin back in Standard. Um, and... How do you think that affects the meta on the whole? I'm not going to say Dorian is going to, like, take Pale Moon from, like, A- minus or A-tier to S-tier uh, at all, but I think it's going to help at least a little bit. I feel like Pale Moon will show up a little bit more, and I think, what, Grand Blue Angels and Narukami are somewhere in the mix, too? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can that. you have, like... A healthy, you know, a healthy competition going on there. Um, maybe you have, like, two guys that are, you know, better off to begin with, but I think we have, like, a rogues gallery of uh, decks that yeah. are competitively viable now. Well, I guess one thing is that, like, once the clan booster release, I feel like if Gurgrit is still on top at that point, that it would probably be safe to, like, choice restrict Gurgrit and Percival. Yeah. Like, the deck will have been out enough time, there's, like, new sets to, for people to be interested in, so a choice ban list there would probably be less harmful to the game, so there's that to consider, and then... I think the meta should be in a pretty good place after this ban list takes effect. I think like, the way the game is going to be played is still, like, not great. Mm-hmm. Like, it's still going to be a lot of, like, strong going first turns, like, you know, Vanguard we've known after Silver Dust, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, maybe... I'm, I'm really hoping Bermuda does something interesting. I don't know what it could possibly do, honestly, but I'm just hoping here. I... From what we've seen so far, I'm skeptical. I don't think Angie's very good. Prism... Might have if they had more support, but don't think there's enough space in this set. Plan Booster might do something. I think the best shot we have is Melody, and that is looking a lot like Luard Light. And that's like post-restriction Luard, too. Mm-hmm. So, like... Bermuda is probably going to hang around that, like, A tier of, like, maybe competes with the meta if you're lucky. But like probably not going to do enough. Right. Unless the like last VR and or Chochos are just absolutely ridiculous. Like as of right now, Bermuda's looking like good, not great. But I could also just be wrong and Plon absolutely destroys the meta. I'm not sure. Uh that set is on the horizon. We're getting new reveals every day. And mm-hmm. they all kind of look the same to me because they're all mermaids. And then, uh, fair. I kind of have to look to Rootbeer for the official opinion because <laughs> it's like, it, uh, sure, looks good on paper. I'm not sure how that factors into everything else. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I I I, th- I think this this was a uh, a good idea by Bushira. They 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 made the right move here. 
I think hitting Gurgit would have been a disaster. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And I'm Gurgit. glad they did not. Yeah, like, you know, after the Bermuda set comes out, they want to hit Gurgit, fine. Like, people are probably play, buying less product now, so it probably wouldn't, like I said, it probably wouldn't damage the game as much. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, for now, I guess just let it ride, see what happens. Yeah. Like, see if the upcoming support changes anything, see if the unbans change anything. Mm-hmm. And maybe Hannibal Lecter gets out there and fucks some shit up. And we don't have Buffalo Bill anymore. Who knows? Um, <laughs> the I'm also glad they didn't hit Luard again. Um, because it would have shown a... It would have like looked weak and vacillating by uh, comparison. If they went, oh, we, we did the choice restriction of, uh, you know, Nemin and Luard... That wasn't good enough. Let's do it again, and it's like it's been like what a month and a half for that. Yep. Um, so that that would have made it look like they didn't know how to like handle their handle their tea, and they are doing it in a sort of uh, diplomatically uh, clever way by having the uh, the previous you know the, whatever Hannibal Lecter Hannibal Lecter's back. Good. I think. Um, so I know this is, this was kind of a short episode, but that's just kind of how it is for these ban list ones. Um, the there will always you know next week we 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 got a fun fun uh, episode with you. Chris will be back for that one. Uh, also, it's the week of Thanksgiving, so uh, and I'm sure they've heard a lot about the ban list already. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, although I will say uh, I did wake up to another ban list. What? The Weiss ban list. Oh no! Oh. And the deck that I pl- the deck that I played in Weiss was Grizaya. Yeah. And it yeah. got horrendously hurt by the ban list. And I'm not really even <laughs> sure why. Like the deck was good, but it wasn't even like oppressive. Nor was it like overly high representation. Mm-hmm. They just kind of like hit the deck really hard because they felt like it i guess and i'm just like why are you like this i don't understand so i don't know that felt really bad and i was like i don't i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i I, I was just like why would they do this to me i don't know um that would be really funny if they were like like that's what your nsa agent was up to was like all right let's see what he's playing and then tell Tell Bush right. get Weiss to hit whatever he happens to be playing at the time. Although they didn't do that for Vanguard, weirdly enough, just for Weiss. So correct. Yeah, they 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 hate me specifically. I think is the idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I, I think uh, for because it's the the week of Thanksgiving. You guys want to say what we're thankful for? I am thankful for um, um being okay after the fire. Yeah, uh, just, that's uh, something know, to be no. grateful for. I'm uh, I'm not injured. Nobody got injured in that fire, and I'm thankful for that. Yeah. That's something to be thankful for. It's good. What about you? What are you thankful for? Who, me or him? Uh, whoever. <laughs> Nothing, because I'm an ungrateful bastard. Nice. Well, at least he's <laughs> honest. Uh, I'm thankful for the the fact that. I have managed to stay afloat 
during this entire pandemic. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've kept a job. I've kept mm-hmm. uh, my podcast going. I've kept my mental health fairly stable. Um, I've gained some weight, but that's expected, I guess. Um, I think if that's the the most egregious consequence of COVID, then I think I got out fairly scot free, and I'm yeah, happy I for that. that. Um, I'm thankful for my family and uh, my girlfriend, who you know I met during this uh, quarantine, and everything's going pretty well there. So happy about that, and I'm especially thankful for you listeners who have stuck by us this whole time. And, uh, you know, talk to us and reach out to us on Twitter and stuff. It really makes my day that we can, like, you know, reach out to you. Um, also thankful for our patrons at patreon.com slash nexus at night. Buttery smooth transition. Uh, yeah, so uh, if you donate, you help us, um, you help us produce the show. $5 or more a month, you get uh, a whole ass bonus show every Sunday uh, with us and uh, guests every now and again. And if you donate $10 or more, like Darren and Cole, thank you to them, uh, you get a shout out on the show every week. Um, the best. Yeah. Uh, and if you if you just want to donate a buck, which I understand, you know, it's, uh, it's COVID times, then you get uh, a weekly roundup of all the card reveals and our initial reactions and the occasional deck profile. I finished the the Silverthorn one for premium, but I haven't actually put it up yet. That's my bad. I'll get on that eventually. Um, and I will probably write a bunch of fish stuff whenever I get around to it. Oh, uh, yeah. Getting around to it. The Nexus at Night podcast. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> um, where can people find you guys? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Wiggums, 2Gs, 2Zs. Find me at Plasma Eclipse. Uh, find me at Atlas Novak, or find uh, the show at Nexus at Nights on uh, Twitter, Instagram, both both of the uh, for both of those accounts, and then uh, find my other podcast at Bad Reading Pod. Same places, and uh, this week we're doing Frasier for the week of Thanksgiving. I know that show. Yeah, so that'll be a fun one. Um, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, please be safe, wear a mask, and uh, don't visit your family. Maybe maybe postpone that. Good? All right. Anyway. It's uh, okay. We all know you don't like your family reunions anyways. Oh, yeah, for real. Uh, or just do it like socially distanced in the backyard or something. Anyway, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody.